0: Welcome everybody to episode 13, our A-Rod episode of the Core 4 podcast. We're here on the 16th of May, 2019. Today the Yankees have an off day, but Yankee Stadium will be put to good use in CC Sabathia's Celebrity Softball game for charity, which is always a good little outing at the stadium in the Bronx. Uh, You know, get a lot of big names out there. Not necessarily the names that we like to see between the lines at Yankee Stadium, but some that are... You know, big names around New York, big names around sports, big names around, you know, the media, Hollywood, etc., etc. et cetera. You know, people like Ryan Ruko who have been around the Yankees now. And I, is A-Rod there? I don't know. I feel like A-Rod was there last year. Um, I don't know if he's there again this year, but we'll have to find out. I'm pretty sure that's on at like 630 tonight. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, it'll have been done by, you know, done for like three days. But nonetheless, welcome to the A-Rod episode. Um... We have a lot to cover. We just came off a nice doubleheader sweep of the Baltimore Orioles, which is an expectation at this point that you want to beat the Orioles every time you have the chance. Um, We came off a nice series win of the Tampa Bay Rays in the TROP, which is everybody's favorite place to play, everyone's favorite place to watch a game. Um, I think, nope, I was kidding. Uh, I was going to say I think we've gone an episode you know, from episode to episode without an injury. But I forgot about the time that our third baseman got season ending uh, shoulder surgery.
1: Yeah, so. it's impossible at this point. So, like, have I'm an episode without an injury. Point between. Yeah. I'm all these shots, we it would be nice, but... I
2: have so many questions about the design of Tropicana Field, about whoever designed it. Oh, my God. Like, what were you thinking? Putting all those obstacles in a, in a sport that conduces fly balls. Yeah. Uh,
1: it doesn't make like, much sense. It's
2: almost like we're playing mini golf when we go like, to the drop. It's like you ever, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they have that huge scoreboard and the punters used to always kick it. Used yep. to always hit it with the punts. It's like, what were you thinking?
0: And on this note, yeah. I actually forgot to mention in the introduction that we are welcoming a guest host for today. Max, unfortunately, had a bit of a scheduling conflict. He cannot be here for the recording. So we're welcoming Tom Smith. Uh, oh, God, I got to find Tom's at on Twitter. Tom, what is it? I think it's at Smitty7172000. It, it's at my favorite. 7172000. Tom Smith on Twitter. He is here filling in for Max today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, after some careful deliberation and monitoring my Twitter timeline for the better part of the last year, we have come to the conclusion that Tom is a more than worthy guest host as he makes takes that do not make us violently ill which is a rarity on twitter these days so tom welcome we're glad to have you here and we're hoping this is going to be a great episode and we hope this is uh this is a fun experience for you i'm i'm enjoying it so far <laughs> so we actually found out that tom <laughs> is from within 10 to 15 minutes like lives within 10 to 15 minutes from both me and john which is actually quite funny um <laughs> You the know, one guy. The yeah, one you just, guy. You just never know yeah. how, how small of a world the Yankees' Twitter is. But I think we would be remiss not to just dive right into yesterday's doubleheader and how Gary Sanchez, Glaber Torres, and Domingo Herman took the entire world by storm, which is not necessarily anything new at this point, especially in the year 2019. We saw three home they runs. From, yeah, they do do that, and they do it quite frequently. We saw three home runs from Glaber Torres over the span of three games, or two games, rather. Um, Domingo Herman, another fantastic, I think seven innings, eight Ks, one run. Um, Gary Sanchez hit a ball to Saturn in the <laughs> back. Opposite field, too. Opposite field into, like, that little...
2: I've only seen that, that hit right by a right-handed hitter a few times.
0: Yeah,
1: By I, think Soto, like, I saw it. I remember I was oh, at yeah. that game against uh, um, last year. year. Oh my God! Like
2: Gary, Gary, Sanchez is like five inches shorter than Aaron Judge, but he can hit him like in the same areas that Judge is yeah. yeah. And He's
0: I don't, strong. I don't really get it because like I see Gary swing and it's like it, it, I feel like it's not as like smooth or put together or as like technical G- as someone like Gary Aaron Judge. Gary is
2: a brawler. He is yeah. a
1: brawler.
0: Yeah, that's a perfect yeah. But I mean, there's something about him that he, I think, has a very A-Rod-esque swing. Speaking of our A-Rod episode, I I look at them and granted, like they have completely different body types. So it's like weird to compare them side by side. But when I look at A-Rod swing and when I look at Gary's, they have similar follow through the leg kick. I I don't know. There are just a lot of similarities between them. And I can see it. Yeah, It's a fun comparison to make because they're obviously both just so good. Gary isn't fat.
2: He's a husky. He is, he a is husky. husky. Yes, he's that's, that's yeah. the that's the body type. He's not fat. He's just husky.
3: Yes, and it's so, it's the thing about Gary that's such a hilarious narrative is like you can't a be a major league baseball player and b be a major league catcher and be lazy at the same time. The dude is just slow because he's a big guy. No, like, he's lazy like, and fat. <laughs> like I don't know. I, it's I'm so glad that Gary has had. The start that he's had—he's oh, yeah. just—it. It, there was no one more deserving, in my opinion, of of that kind of um, resurgence than him. Oh, just I, because. I,
2: I was in like a Twitter conversation earlier, and and they posted Gary Sanchez's slash line. He sent two sixty, and I saw a comment saying, "We're celebrating two sixty hitters now." And I just wanted—I—I <laughs> I almost logged off. That's yeah, style. that's that's one of those oh, that's, things that's where that's you big. need to go where you need to go outside. You need to take a fre- uh, a breath of fresh air, and you just need to blow off steam.
3: Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's crazy. He has an like, expected slugging on fastballs. That's something like I think it's, <laughs> it's like in the nines. Isn't it's it? massive. It's a, it's a
1: joke. It's, it's, it's a joke. I don't
3: have the exact number in front of me, but it was. I saw it a guy good. who does who does projections for fan graphs and um, the the second place hitter is jd martinez and yeah. it's something like 900 points behind him like <laughs> it's absurd how it well is. it's um, crazy it's crazy how well he's hitting this year and, it, and it's it's so interesting that it sort of came out after the season that he had the shoulder issue and that that wasn't the stuff that he was dealing with during the season cuz he had the other injuries so he basically played through multiple ailments and a lot of times it's not as simple as he'll just have the surgery and come back fine all right so i found and the so tweet i found the tweet dan simborski
0: nope i'm sorry hold no, on. i gotta right try and right. pronounce this guy's name so dan it's a lot of consonants mixed together that i it, s-z-y-m-b-o-r-s-k-i simborski is what i'm gonna guess yeah, I I'm think not that's right. When that, the I'll, S and, and Z Z the one
3: together in that, I think that means uh, it just pronounced like a Z. So it's like right. Zimborski. Dan Zimborski,
0: cool. senior writer for Fangraphs, contributes to ESPN, et cetera, et cetera. Tweeted, it's a graphic. I, I don't know how to really explain the graphic. It's a spray chart of sorts. <laughs> it's, a, it's a launch
3: angle spray chart, basically. Yes.
0: And he said, Gary Sanchez's expected slugging on <laughs> fastballs is 1.095. Oh god! Yeah. That is one thousand ninety-five for the colloquial of uh, you know slash lines. Current. JD Martinez oh, yeah. is a second, two hundred and fifty-six points behind. So that's at about what eight mm-hmm. fifty? Yeah, roughly. That's ridiculous. Well, first of all, JD, that's that's also ridiculous. But then you think like you got, you got a guy <laughs> on the Yankees who's a catcher. Can you, fat. Fat, can, if, can you
2: imagine? imagine if you if he played? Can, can you imagine if he played in a league where like shifting, like before shifts became a thing? Oh god! Oh my yeah. god! He would be a 300 hitter with about 40 bombs every year.
3: The Easily. thing also is the thing about his approach too, one of the things I've noticed is he stopped when when Gary is right, he's very much a an, an up the middle other way hitter. Mm-hmm. But he just hit a ball four hundred and
2: fifty feet to right. Right, side. exactly. Which is just <laughs> like
3: that's locked in. And, and a lot of times we haven't seen that Gary Sanchez until later in he the likes season the because Yeah. He likes and and you fall into a trap there because as a hitter, like the mechanics are sort of Like that's tempting to do, but he's been doing things where he's opening up and and like ripping off speed pitches that are on the plate to left. And then he's hitting, like you just said, you know, absolute bombs the other way, which is sort of like that is as dangerous as you can be as a hitter. Like uh, this is a comparison that's it's a stretch for sure. But like people talked about Miguel Cabrera being elite because he could hit the ball out to any part of the stadium. And if Gary Sanchez is going to be hitting him, you know, as far as he did the other way, how do you, how do you get him out? Like, no, you can't. I mean, maybe like a
1: curveball or a slider in the dirt sometimes, but that that happens to everybody. That's how everybody chases. Yeah. Off speed, he's hitting 220 on. So, but still it it doesn't matter. I don't really
0: blame Gary necessarily for wanting to or even just like his propensity to like pull the ball extremely in the early going, because when I think about it last year, he didn't hit anything. And I know like I think looking at it by default, it's a little easier to just like pull the ball to left field as a right handed hitter all the time, especially if you're Gary and you're big and strong and you can like just get around on the ball and you hit the shit out of it. I don't blame him for hitting everything to left field getting to that point where he can go back to the right center field, center field approach is going to take time. Like I feel like once he gets really comfortable and understands like, okay, now that I can hit the ball and pull the ball with power and with authority, which I've been doing for a very long time. Now that I can do that, I can make the adjustments and like, and further my game to the point where I can start hitting to right center field with authority regularly again.
2: Oh yeah. And I think at
0: that point when we see like, you know 3 4 hits to right center field like doubles home runs a week from gary that's that's when i know i'm going to sit back kick my feet up you know and and just watch this magical run
2: take oh, flight yeah. oh yeah remember remember in the championship series that double hit to win of the course. game that was yeah. the right the yeah, right it's, center field approach it's like the and perfect
0: hitting that, approach that, and exactly he took, that is like the quintessential just hit that that yeah. is like that that's what baseball should be. Is like what like should, that's what there. guys try
3: to do a lot of exactly. times. People all, like to rag on hitters because they say, "Oh, they're trying to hit home runs." But that, like, the the in in indication that your swing is like right on is that because you're right on plane to hit the ball hard, and you're on time to hit a, a fastball, but also not so far out in front of it or behind it that you wouldn't be able to hit an off speed pitch.
2: Oh yeah, A-Rod two thousand nine, Joe Nathan, right center field, boom
0: that see honestly like i i think a lot of the approach besides the swing a lot of the a-rod approach and the gary santos approach are actually quite similar like i, I think gary has a, a higher tendency to pull the ball because i i feel like you watch a-rod highlight videos and every single one of his home runs goes to dead center
2: that dude that dude i miss him i miss, I miss prime roided up a-rod yeah, it and was just so that,
1: fun.
2: When I was seven years old, watching him hit like 54 home runs in a year. Yeah, 2007
1: A-Rod. Yeah, oh when he won the MVP. God.
2: He hit a ball off the, uh, off the thing in Tropicana, I think, that year. Off the uh, whatever you call them, the beans. <laughs> the catwalks? Oh, the catwalks. Yeah, the catwalks. Yeah, he, yeah, he hit a catwalk. Why do they call it a catwalk? I don't know. Do, cat, do cats walk on there? No? I, I don't know. Yo, the Mets are the Mets are coming back. What? the What's heck? the
1: score of that game?
2: It's seven to six. First and second, one out. Oh wow! Ninth inning. Oh,
3: oh
1: against well. Doolittle. Yep, uh, he's doing oh, very little right now. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you have, the the Nats—they're oh, <laughs> just oh, yeah. bad this year. The Nats. Yeah, like, the extremely Nats are just disappointing.
3: Max Scherzer trade season. Yeah. Let's go! Didn't tell me who the trade season okay, too. today. What it, What I? John texted us saying that John Heyman was on WFN and,
1: and said he said he,
3: what, did, yeah, what did he good. say? What did he say? I don't
1: did he know. Exactly. We're the front for Keiko? Did he say? He that? did say that, but um, he said like something along the lines that um. Um, he wouldn't, like—I um, um, don't remember exactly what he said, but he said, like, he wouldn't, like, count out the Yankees in a um, trade for Max, like, at the deadline if the um, I would Maps give, were bad. I would, give I'd up give my, anyone. I would give
2: up my life.
1: I'd Max. give anyone on the team, essentially, for Max. I wanted, to, I
2: wanted to sign him five years ago. Yeah.
1: They should have signed him. That was a mistake, oh. but— it-
2: he strikes no. out like three hundred guys, pitches like yeah. two hundred and fifty innings, and he doesn't get tired.
1: Yeah.
0: No, he's and he, and he puts up like a two five or below ERA every he single is year. He's, he's the best the pitcher scariest
2: in baseball. individual I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, he's he a intimidating amount. He, he is, is, imagine. Imagine. He yeah, is looking
2: horrifying. at him.
1: Yeah, he looking at him eyes. in pinstripes stripes in a World God. Series
0: game. I would just be so hyped.
2: I would I would I would take him against anyone in this league.
1: I mean, I would, I would, take, take, you know, I would take him. Anyone in the Sale. past ten years, I
2: take him against Verlander.
1: Take him against Cole. You name him. He's a little older, but still, he's just so good. I think he's what thirty-four. Yeah, he's oh. 34, but still, I mean, oh, fuck, I care. I, he yeah, he was just an an amazing amazing high match high yeah. For Did he win the Cy Young last year?
2: No, 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 he 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 no, no, DeGrom, ago. DeGrom, DeGrom. I got yeah. Yeah, I think was
1: second or third. though. Yeah, he was second.
2: Um, I kind of forgot see. DeGrom was like God
0: last he's year. He's pretty yeah. much like the most proud of
1: pitchers at this oh, point, Jersey. Last year, yeah, he where other people him. have
0: to win
3: MVPs.
0: Yeah, like, and, like he's always going to win have the award. The, like, the best numbers and like the best overall year and stuff. But like, you know, pretty much like DeGrom's ERA last year was like
1: Mookie's batting average, where it was just a that robot.
2: much better. He's a robot. He has no ball. Max there,
3: won the there.
1: Cy Young in 16 and 17 and finished um in 18. A, he so.
3: has a 2.76 ERA over the Nationals contract to date, and that includes the fact that it's a little bit inflated through only nine starts so far this season because his ERA is 3.64, which is which still is good. Out, I don't yeah. care. I don't care. He's max. Yeah, I mean, he if, yeah, if you want to know what it is case. before this, I mean— if you go up to 2018, it was a 2.71. So that's oh my god, like that's, that's ridiculous. Just,
1: that's just that's that's contract is a steal.
3: That's god tier
1: right there. Yeah, and like Luis really Severino's,
2: Severino's best era was like 2.98.
1: <laughs> so yeah,
3: that was so, a weird season. That was when he had like that was 26. The stuff with um, um, his best, season, 17. his best full season era was 17, 2.98. Yep. Oh and my God. the I three point three nine. He had the three point three nine last year, but that was also because <laughs> that was inflated because of the yeah. He he, I it. think he, he, he was, was probably the best
2: pitcher in baseball. for oh,
3: like the first half, three first months. half of the season, he was the best pitcher in baseball. I'm um, like, I'm
2: like this dude. Um, is, I don't know if that statistically, but like,
3: yeah, that was a lot I of fun watch. I miss him. Yeah. He's yeah. so
2: he young. Two, he had, He's so young too. He's twenty five. Yeah, yeah the it's problem, easy to I, I think forget. we think
3: we've talked about this before, but we think that he started to feel the shoulder thing like in the second half last year, That that was something that he was dealing with and that made him go from being 14 and two with a 2.31 ERA in the first half to going to being five and six with a 5.57 ERA. That's, bo- that's possible.
2: Then, then that could cause him to overthrow that can cause him to tip. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And, and, anytime you're, anytime something's bothering you, your your body's kind
3: of all connected. So I can see it. Yeah. Well, you overcompensate. That's the thing with with James yeah, Paxton, exactly. and then we'll talk about that later, probably. But like the reason that they're taking, you know, my knee hurts seriously at this point in the season. <laughs> <and they> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not. It's not a major injury, but if they can. His knee right now and keep him. We from... don't know
2: if it's a major <laughs> injury or not. At this the
3: reports <laughs> seem to indicate that he's getting better and that he's wearing a knee brace and the thick really treatment that they've so. given That'd him. Be- oh, he's <laughs> yeah, he's nasty when he's <laughs> I right. In I the, love Paxton. Paxton. Could you That's imagine it. a
0: rotation of Scherzer, Severino, Paxton?
3: Oh it's my god. the best in It's not it a contest.
0: And then Tanaka here? is like oh, your five. Sorry. And then Her-
3: Herman is yeah, Herman is the four. Herman's <laughs> your like swing guy or something.
2: Jeez. That that wow. that playoff rotation is just not beatable. I'm sorry. sorry
1: no, I it isn't. It almost is a World Series. So I wanted. Like, I wanted, wanted Verlander. I wanted
2: Verlander two years ago. I wanted Scherzer like four years ago. Got neither. Would like <laughs> would like one, please, preferably. But yeah. It'd it'd would be nice. be Speaking of Max Scherzer and uh,
0: a potential trade, and the guy that I would send to Washington, possibly for the return of Max Scherzer, would be a man. Please don't who was say just, Clint.
2: Please don't say Clint. Please. No. Don't no. 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 No.
0: Okay. A man, a man who we just received some very sad news about yesterday, and will be rece- receiving surgery to repair his torn labor eh, torn yep. labrum on Monday. Miguel Andujar, who we have seen as. He's been posed as this expendable in trade talks. Like he's kind of a guy that could go either way. Like obviously he's such a gifted hitter. He has questions on defense, but his contract flexibility, his age, his uncertainty have always kind of put him at the forefront of trade talks when it gets into that upper echelon of returns, like somebody like Max Scherzer or somebody like Corey Kluber. You know, like we've seen like the big names and they're like, oh, I'd send in Duhar there in a minute for this. You know, like those kind of That's takes. True. And this I isn't so it. much about Max Scherzer as it's about Miguel and Duhar. And I was wondering what we thought about the implications of his surgery and where we are going forward, what the roster should, could, might look like things like that. I mean, I think I I don't know, like I, I, I obviously am going to miss the talent and the. The anchor of Miguel Andujar in the middle of that lineup. The I will yeah, miss that. bat. you have to miss yeah. the bat. The defense, I will live without. I will live uh, without it because we now have two guys in DJ Lemayhu and Gio Urshela who can provide plus pick, plus defense like those guys at the hot can Pick player. it,
2: man. Those guys. are yeah, it's fun to watch. It flat out.
0: It, it's almost. It brings me back to like the days of the Jeter, A Rod, left
1: side when we have Glaber and. Anybody who can field at yeah, third it's base, it's like calming also to know, you know, yeah. if there's like a ball, like hey, you know, okay, it's an out. I sleep you know. very
2: easy at night knowing DJ LeMay who can place third base for us. Oh every my god, team. yeah, yeah and and my, the my fantasy team does it. as well with the eligibility. I, but he, I love DJ, man, that dude oh, was, was awesome. such a good he, that, was, was so that, awesome. amazing,
3: man. that was that was Loki, the best signing that Cashman could have made. And it like, was uh, the, best in terms of value,
2: we needed. He is everything. He is the pu- the missing puzzle piece. To this yeah, puzzle. he's such he really a different.
3: Is. He's just such a different player because like we talked about. We talked about this last episode, but he's he's been hitting the ball for average like like we expected him to. He's been playing fantastic defense like we've been expecting him to. But I looked this up the other day. He is a top ten base runner among second basemen. He's so like, good, he, man. He, he's he's one of those guys right. who. He's not super flashy. He goes because you know he's he's hit two home runs or something like I that be to this same point. Smile. Never mind. Be flashy. <laughs> right. But he's just the perfect complementary player to what the idea of the Yankees is coming into the season about it being Judge, Stanton, Sanchez, and, and then LeMahieu, Le who's probably going to hit at most ten homers this year. Yeah. I think he hit care. like nine. I don't, I don't even care about the power. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's not a power guy. I mean, if he's going to hit three fifty, just if he lead wants him wants to go He's a
2: power surge and start hitting some homers. That's sure. fine. I mean,
3: he just hits the, the, the ball the other way so much that I would not be surprised if he, when it gets humid, and he just gets, mm-hmm. gets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they all, they all nice count sight. the same like, in the box core Yeah,
0: they do. It doesn't like, matter if he, it goes you know three fifty or four fifty, but he's just someone that likes
2: to hit. He's just someone that likes to hit three hundred. He's, yeah. just, he's just a dude that takes pride in just putting the bat on the ball and coming up. clutch.
0: I had to defend him against a lot of Yankees fans who were mad. Like, and I and I understand being mad in the offseason at, at like at the moment because I was mad. It, I was that, mad I'm because be it up. wasn't Manny Machado. Like, I understood that, but I like, admittedly, I don't want to be like that guy. But like, I drafted DJ LeMahieu in the middle of our fantasy draft last year, and he he was an anchor for me at second base. Mm-hmm. Just hitting the ball, and he—that was a down year for him. And He still hit like two eighty-five, and so good. And it was like an injury-riddled down year too. Not even just like he did bad. And everyone's looking at his away splits, and they're like, "Oh, this guy stinks. We're gonna get some two twenty hitter because he stunk outside Coors last year." And I was like, "Well, actually, let's let's take a minute." I mean,
2: Yankee Stadium uh, is a hitter's
0: park too. Exactly. It's not not like he's going from Coors to fucking you know Petco. He's not
3: going to Comerica.
2: He's not going to 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 Oracle.
3: Yeah <laughs> think also and to, we we were talking about Anduhar. Um, and the thing about that I have one more rap piece about about LeMahieu is there was a really really great piece on Fangraphs about how um about how you can't judge a hitter on cores away splits like you can't take a Rockies hitter Take their away splits and then say that is who they are outside Have of. Have you ever because seen because
2: judges they, away splits? Have you ever seen? yeah, last year a good
3: year, but it got into the, an interesting discussion of how pitches look different to hitters when they're at cores versus when they're on the road, and how that then makes pitchers throw more fastballs because they're not as sure that their breaking pitches will move as much as they would at, at sea level. Um, so that sort of thing is, like, oh, an important yeah, element yeah. that they couldn't really, like, add into the original analysis of what LeMahieu would be for the Yankees.
2: He's been, he's been a revelation, man. I mean, leading off playing gold glove defense, I mean, come on now.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's just, like, it, it really, I, like, it's kind of been said. It's just refreshing to see that. Like, uh, it really does bring you back to, like, the times where we had Derek Jeter at the top of the lineup. I don't really like to mention people in the same sentence as Derek Jeter when it comes to their hitting. I can see it. I can see it.
2: Like, the style is was the honest. same. Like yeah. you watch
0: side by side, the Jeter walk off in his last game at Yankee Stadium versus the one that DJ had against the Mariners a few weeks ago. And it's carbon copies like poke a ball through the right, you know, in the right field, you know, exactly the same like scenario on the field and all that stuff. And, it was the like, same play. Man. Yeah, it was the it same was play. The, and it, it was the same thing. And you're not going to get 25, 30 home runs from a guy like DJ. You're not going to get, you know, all these things. But, like... Don't it, need it. it. It's, exactly. You don't need it when he's hitting 340. And, and he's
2: playing gold glove defense, too.
0: Exactly. And so. especially in a place where... And, like, our infield was notoriously shaky on defense in the past. And for his ability to be able to, like... Move from second to third and back and forth with gold, like with gold glove caliber, is just indispensable to the team. We just
2: re- we just replaced. No offense to Anduhar, one of the worst defensive third basemen for Gio Urshela and DJ Lemayu, who are two
3: of the better ones. Yeah, and that's that's also part of it. Is like there's the when you value a player, there's the pieces that are offense, defense, and base running, and the fact that. Urshela is probably on a ridiculous hot streak that he may not be able to maintain is fine because he, he gives so much as a third baseman that you don't really have to worry too much about it. Um, I'm and that's one of the things, defense,
2: man. I'm a sucker yeah,
3: for it. I, it, it holds things. I mean, the thing is good defense is almost one of those things that people overlook more than when bad defense like shows itself. Like, yeah. Play bad defense field, is so much more obvious. Well, play. right, did because see, it leads to better see, chances to score runs for the other team. Mm-hmm.
2: Did you see the uh, the last play of game one yesterday? The last play that Gio made. Yeah. Do you think he Anduar makes that play? No. Do you think he makes? I, no. I don't think. Yeah. No, no chance. But like he made and it. it he made, to say. Geo made it look like he does that every day. Like after yeah. his morning coffee,
1: he's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm just going to go practice making those throws." Yeah, there's only a, like a couple of guys in the league who like um, make that, end. he and makes you, it look so easy. He's man. one of them.
2: Yeah, he got some Robbie Cano in him, making it look easy.
0: No, um, oh, man, I don't even want to get into it because every time his name is brought up in the Yankees context, I get all emotional.
2: I, I, I do. I do miss Robbie. Cano. I do miss <sighs> Robbie. He almost tied the game, but uh, the the shortstop stopped the ball. I'm also
0: really mad at Robbie right now because he. Gave a concussion, allegedly, to one of my fantasy
2: players. Yeah, Conforto hit a three-run bomb today, too.
0: Yeah. So, he, he probably could have done that three more times, but no. He was on you. a he
3: was on hot streak. <laughs> and and no knock out oh, his own teammate. And got him, yikes. Speaking of hot streaks, Glaber Torres had three home runs in that doubleheader. And it's crazy how we're talking about how all these injuries and the fact that guys like Arshella have stepped up and LeMahieu has jumped into an everyday position that he may not have been expecting. But Gleber Torres has been, you know, he's gotten hit a bunch of times. He's got, you know, all this different stuff as a, a sophomore player who was the number one prospect for the most historic franchise in the sport. And he's he's held his own. He's been solid. And the fact that he he's on a nice stretch right now. and um that's something that kind of can't be discounted. I mean, he had a he had a good day for most
1: hitters. Yeah, my
3: fantasy
1: team likes it.
3: He's on a good stretch right now, like a really good Very stretch. Good. That, since uh, since the calendar Blake has Holner, flipped to so May, he bats he's yesterday. hitting. He is an OPS over a thousand in May yeah he's so and good man he's
0: very quietly hitting 290 as well like he yeah, had a stretch I where he, he was bat, hitting like 230 yeah, yeah
2: he, he, like had, really he had he had a luke Voit kind of like he's slot. on an 18 game hitting
3: streak right now
2: he's so it's good man if you count
3: the double header as two games which you obviously should but yeah. can he can hit over, he's
2: a bad ball hitter too he can hit some yes. funky pitches
3: Mm-hmm. it's interesting also because there's a lot of talk about his approach about how he shortens up with two strikes and everything but he's he's hitting 352 since april 23rd yeah, <laughs> 990, 992 ops he's just on right now and, it, and like he's the kind of guy that sort of is streaky but at the same time like this is a guy who's who's younger than me he's He's twenty-two. I'm twenty-three. Yeah, I, mean, I I'm see a battle, so many like, Red seriously. Sox fans.
2: I see so many Red Sox fans treating Devers like he's an infant. Oh like, my god, oh, yeah, oh, that is so. He's like, twenty-three. Glaver's is eight. Glaver's his eight. Glaber's younger.
1: Yeah, yeah. and they we'll giving him Glaver's any excuses. 22.
2: Glavers twenty-two. He just turned twenty-two in December.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's our age. And, so, can
2: we treat Gleyber like a baby? Can we say every little mistake? In it's, there? Well, do the we Yankees say, fans, we
3: just have much higher standards for it. I mean, I, yeah. expect,
2: Le- I expect them to be a 300 hitter and lead us to a World Series one day.
3: Right, and it's yeah, also 100% the, 100%. the things you watch Gleyber Torres do, and I think I've said this a I mean, lot. I've said this probably I mean, looks like, like two thirds of our episodes is that mm-hmm. Gleyber Torres just makes sort of those young kid mistakes, and it's yes, sort of like, oh my gosh, this dude is 22. Is going to have so much time to polish his game, and we get the pleasure of watching him put it all together while going on stretches where he hits three fifty two for eighteen games. Like that's, well, it. Yeah. We that's are ridiculous. Boy,
2: become a man.
3: Yeah. Essentially, like, really,
1: it's, really,
0: it's going to be our Robbie Cano of, of like, the twenty like, tens. Here's 2020s, the thing. But.
2: Here's the thing. And Duhar's error, like they get compared a lot? And Duhar and Glaber their defense because er- Glaber makes errors? But here's the thing. We we question and Duhar's ability to make the plays. We I never question Glaber's ability to make a play. Yeah, like yeah, I don't exactly. I don't question his talent. I just question like sometimes his his head gets up his ass sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, exactly. Like, I think he, he does he
0: does fall asleep sometimes. Like some people yeah. always call him like it's sleepy Glaber and stuff. Like yeah, I I don't I don't necessarily blame him. I think you, you have to really take into account how like. How young he is, he and is how so taxing smooth. this is. He yeah, yeah, so It literally is like watching a more. I've, I don't, I don't know. It's like watching. It's a like different Gator
2: version Cano of Robbie Cano. Cano. It, it's Peter it and Cano yeah. had a baby. It's Glaber, a smooth yeah. <gasps>
3: baby. Here's what I think huh. about Glaber. Also, when you talk about defense, I want to say this. He he's not a second baseman by trade, and a lot of the ideas of of who he is and who he could be as a defender are coming off the fact that. His basically the biggest stretch he's had as a full time second baseman has come at the highest level. Dude, he's gonna want to go love one day. I'm, I'm calling. I that. think he. I think he could, and you. You can see he's he smooth his, out too smooth not to in his motions and in his mannerisms that he's more comfortable at shortstop.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. which That's I because think he's been playing it forever. And,
3: so. yeah, exactly. And so I mean, he was on a rotation with the Yankees. I don't know what about with the Cubs, but he was on a rotation where he would play shortstop, second base, third base, and DH. <laughs> all within a week. I think that was um, when they
2: were showcasing him to the Yankees. Well, that was,
3: it? well, that was when it was, um, that was at the beginning of last, no, 2017, before he got hurt. Um,
1: uh, they had him
3: playing yeah, all over the place. Yeah, they were getting the ready place. to
2: call him up for Chase. Headbutt, well, they were getting Chase ready to, yeah,
3: well, because, well, that was what Cashman said was that if, if, um, Glaber hadn't gotten hurt, they wouldn't have, um, treated for Todd Frazier. Oh, that um, would have been nice. Huh. Well, Todd Frazier, I mean, Todd Frazier wasn't the headliner. He was basically, he was a throw well, for salary. We yeah, I well, love canely, I love Canely. Canely's, canely's, canely's worked canely. himself out, which is well, great. I mean, um, the,
0: the thing about Todd Frazier, though, is that he met Derek Jeter when he was a kid. Yep. No, I didn't know that. Didn't he was a
2: World, Little League World Series hero, too. Yeah, yeah he, no, I didn't he's, know he's, he's that. He's pretty
0: accomplished guy. He also won a home run derby. He's He's from an Tom's accomplished River, New Jersey. So, you know, he's like, he's a pretty big deal.
2: He actually yeah, used like, to be good at the sport. Like yeah, when he was He, was, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. he yeah. was an all-star like two years in a row, and then he just yeah. decided to become Joey Gallo. And not uh, and not as
3: effective Joey Gallo. Um, a,
2: no, Joey Gallo became the all-star, and Todd Frazier became what Joey Gallo used to be a 200 well. um, like at 200. Right, Gallo's hitting well. He's 45,
3: actually, today. On the subject That's of replacing third baseman, are we all on board with Gio Urshela? as the guy for this year and not really knocking on doors um, during the trade deadline and things like that is is, I I've seen enough and there's been enough sort of looked at about how he's hitting he's he's obviously had a swing change he came to the Yankees and went from hitting like 240 in triple a for Toronto he hit 307 with the Yankees um, in triple a
2: something out you never know
3: I think for for all the crap that Yankees coaches get, they're pretty damn smart. Like the, our I, lower oh yeah. level,
2: our <laughs> lower level guys, like like our AAA guys or AA coaches. Oh my god, they they every like they're worshipped by by some of these players,
3: right? Like man. like, like Urshela, I think he opened up his stance a little bit and lowered his hands so he could see the ball better and get his hands to the baseball faster. And suddenly he's hitting the ball. Much harder than he used to, and he's hitting his um, line drives and fly balls harder than his average um, his average hits, which is that obviously Seattle producing. Homer, that Seattle homer,
2: that's Seattle homer against Swarzak, that ball was. Swole. Oh my gosh! That yeah, was, yeah. He, he got all of that. Swarzak knew it too.
3: The oh, that was just so the, funny. The thing I with Trujillo so is,
0: I'm still, I'm still skeptical in that. Like, I don't, I don't think. Cashman found another Luke Voigt in Gio Urshela. Necessarily, I I think. Well, I obviously think that Urshela was like acquired by the Yankees for the defense and for just like the prospect of him being a good player. But I I don't know. I, I I'm still so skeptical about this offensive hot streak because it's almost too good to be true. I think, and I think a guy that has had throughout his career in the majors like a 50 WRC plus is not necessarily to be trusted like wholeheartedly just yet so at this point in time proceed
2: with caution yeah proceed exactly
0: i caution. would like to proceed with caution and at this point in time i think when dd returns and all like all is you know we got dj all is right got- in the world dj lemay who is the third baseman i also think
3: that they they have the the built-in flexibility to to make that work because They have a a DH role that's essentially it's being held by Kendris Morales, whose um, salary is being paid by Oakland and Toronto. I'm as far as what I've read and and heard is is the Yankees are are responsible for league minimum. So he's (laughs) he's um, expendable in that way. Literally no risk
2: no risk precisely and
3: that was that was what i think they had an interview with with um cashman and he basically said that he was there to basically audition for dh at bats um and then they can just sort of ship yeah, him out but, yes. yeah he he he's always Didn't had like three
0: times yeah he mm-hmm.
3: uh, single in two walks i mean that's all you can ask for um he's got some pots too they've got the flexibility to keep urshela yeah, they do. They don't have to, I think they don't have to risk sending him down and risk him getting caught on waivers. I think they can use him as the backup infielder, and if he if he can prove that he can still hit like this, he can be what the Yankees envisioned for Lemayhu and start every couple of days as needed at, at third. He's played short at second. I think he's also played some first in Toronto's organization, so they have the flexibility to use him how they wish when when Gregorius comes back and forces. Their hand, and I mean, one of the things that's interesting is I wonder if they give Gleber Torres a look at third base because they did it in the minors. They and, could if They were um, getting ready could, to could,
2: call him up to play third.
3: Right, precisely. Yeah, exactly. So I wonder if if that is something that they could could look into as well. Um,
0: so here, here's what I was thinking: like, I, I if I look at if I look at the prospect of our infield in let's say six weeks, Don't and I, to I see. Fill up. Okay, I think Tulo will have another setback. I He's
1: can just, forget about him.
2: Yeah, like uh, I'm to Forget about Tulo. I,
1: yeah. I wish we could. I,
2: I still don't understand that the, the yeah. signing. I still, I still don't understand it. We gave him the starting spot. Uh, <laughs> we, we signed the guy who historically always gets injured to replace the guy who got injured, and yeah, expected it him to not get injured, and I
0: mean, then it he got injured. Didn't make much
1: sense. Yeah, yeah it, it all
0: kind of made. Yeah, it, it really fell right into place. But I, I look at it and I see. In no particular order, I see Dee, Glaber, DJ. I'm not going to count Luke Voigt. I'm talking like anyone who's not a first baseman. Yeah, D.D. Yeah. Glaber, um, Lemayhu, and Gio Urshela. And I see Dee, who grew up playing second base because Andrelton Simmons was his shortstop. I see Glaber, who has played third base, grew up a shortstop and plays second at the major leagues. And I see Gio Urshela, who also has played all three of those positions with efficiency. And did I mention Lemayhu? Lemayhu? I don't know if I did. So he plays third now in the majors. We've seen him do that. And he's obviously a gold glove second baseman. My concern, not even a concern, but my thing is that Didi is obviously coming back from Tommy John surgery. He, I don't know if he'll require, but his body may benefit from DJ, not DJ. They all sound the same, the names, from Didi. DHing in some games. Let's say DD wants to DH, or not even that he wants it, but the, the the coaching staff wants DD to DH three times a week. In those cases, Glaber Glaber goes to shortstop, DJ plays second, uh, Geo's at third, kind of like we see right now. Then DD's like, all right, I'm playing short shortstop today. You could have either of, Urshela or DJ at third base, Glaber at second. Like there are just so many options, and I think the the expendability, not the expendability, but like the flexibility of the three of them, and how pretty much. I think D would be a fantastic third baseman as well. Not that I want to put somebody <laughs> fresh off Tommy John. Yeah, yeah, I don't necessarily want to put someone fresh off Tommy John at third base, but I, I think he has the skill set kind of like A-Rod made the seamless transition.
2: I'm that dude could do anything, man. I think, yeah. yeah, I think Didi is just such an good. I think he
0: could play fucking left field if he wanted to. We could, oh, right.
2: could play center field if he yeah, wanted to, man. He's he's quick. Fast he's, enough. Yeah,
0: like, I, I don't know. I see such flexibility within the four <laughs> of them between DD, DJ, Glaber, and Gio that uh, th- Did there Didi, really shouldn't be. You
2: pitch, <laughs> fine. Yeah,
0: honestly.
3: Like, could there should there be no concern, I think.
0: I think with a little
3: Oh yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Um, And the other thing about that is speaking on the the subject of flexibility is that the way that I look at this roster, especially now that Andujar is out for the season, they have the ability to really use that DH spot to just have one of the guys who would have been on the bench anyway yeah, just play as much as they need to and they can make it be a revolving door and it's mm-hmm. going to be like that until both Judge and Stanton are back because you that know was what this the way that think. they would put both of them in the lineup. Exactly
0: and what this the, like obviously I love Miguel Duhar I would obviously love or prefer for him to be in the lineup every single day but we can go about our lives with that not being true anymore so I see this as the biggest opportunity in the world for Clinton Frazier, especially for the time being. Because the concern oh, yeah. was always that if is back, he's gonna DH and then let's say when hypothetically Stanton gets back, he was gonna go to left field or DH and then Anduhar would go to, you know, like the, the everybody would start moving around and Clint Frazier would be the odd man out in that Dude, point. Dude, I've been that,
2: banging on the Clint Frazier drum for three years now. Yeah. It's and about I think,
0: time. I think now that Anduhar is hurt, go about it as Knowing that and the uncertainty surrounding Giancarlo Stan and when he's going to return and if he's going to return, how effective he will be upon his return. Clint Frazier, for all intents and purposes, is the starting left fielder or right fielder at this point. But like, let's I'm also assuming Aaron Judge's return, but Clint Frazier is going to be starting somewhere.
2: His defense really
0: helped us yesterday. And
2: and and the, and that's not something you hear every day. And no, like I was like like making good plays off the wall. Yeah, he's probably like, saved the run. He probably yeah. saved the run.
0: And if, if he could figure out his defense, even to like a like a league average or like a slightly above average rate, I he's mean, like too you can't.
2: Talented not exactly.
0: You, you can't. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's too athletic. athletic. He's, he's he literally just a, an animal. And
2: he can throw. He can run. He can throw. And he hustles his ass off.
0: Yeah, I, mean, he, I think he, he, a lot of his things are, are mental and just fundamental. Like, I, I don't.
1: It really is. It seems that like. I don't I doubt, doubt his talent for by. a second.
0: But like, I watch him play left field sometimes and I'm like, why are you fielding this fly ball flat footed and throwing it likewise into home, like into home, missing a cutoff and throwing it halfway up the first baseline? Why are you doing that? You're too good to do that. You
3: can't be a starting fielder. I think fielder. he
2: gets too amped up sometimes. He, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely
3: that. mental. Yeah, he, wants to to he
2: wants to prove himself so much that he's just going too fast for for, for his own good. Yeah, and I yeah, think Clint exactly.
0: Frazier is one of the more fascinating guys, not only on the team right now, like in baseball. He's electric, he's, man. He's a he's young a guy. Electric. He's an electric personality. He does all the things like with his cleats and stuff, and MLB has taken notice, like the he's media just, outlets. Even yeah. Travis Scott has taken notice, things like he's that. He's flashy. Yeah, he's That's flashy, really and
2: I, I yeah, think, think he's like – He's yeah. looking better at the plate but oh, yeah. like yesterday yesterday in the second game he had a line drive to left field there it's expected batting average was 750
0: Yeah that, I yeah I remember that that was that kind of pissed me off cuz I have him also, starting on my It's fantasy also really well.
3: hard to judge a guy off of the plate appearances that they get when they first come off the injured list just because like when you're out for that long and you play yeah, against a rusty, double A and yeah. triple A mm-hmm. pitching, you know it's nothing ever compares to actually facing major league pitching. And especially
2: with Clint because he wants to prove himself so much well, probably, right, exactly. If he, hits, if he hits
3: if he hits three ninety on his rehab tour, he doesn't care. That doesn't like, matter to him because the pitchers are obviously going to be better, and all it means Clint is was that. Was the yes, king? Oh. Was the king for like two weeks? Oh yeah, yeah. he hit like three twenty for. He wants to get that extended back, period man. of time. Trust me, I think he, he wants I that think he Will I mean we know Aaron Hicks he's, is he's so poor, good. man. Poor he's poor three gonna, strikeouts.
2: He's going to be so good, man. I'm telling you, he's going to he's going to hit like twenty plus homers. He's like <laughs> well, he he's he's just has to have high hopes. He's a line drive hitter. Yeah been, he can his bad speed is just electric. There's nothing I yeah. see
3: when I
0: watch Clint Frazier that even throughout his struggles there's nothing I see that says, all right, he's done." <laughs> like there's not I don't see any like damnation within Clint Frazier's game that says he can't do it at the major league yeah, level. Yeah, a lot of it's teachable. Are, yeah, and there are there are guys I watch at the major league level that are struggling or that are just bad and I'm like, "All right, I can't see any way" Every Anywhere. time Clint's up, I, I'm confident he can get a hit. Exactly. I don't see, like, I, I don't look at him and say, oh, there's no way this could be fixed. Whereas, I don't mean to bring this up because, it, you know, it's old news now. But, like, whereas when I watch Greg Bird at the plate, I'm like, I don't know what you can do anymore. I have a like, soft
2: spot for Bird.
0: I do. I, I used do. to, it, and then I just got so annoyed. But like,
2: like, I understand. I understand.
0: Like, I I just watch Greg Bird sometimes, and I'm like, all right, well, you don't have any bat speed. You're swinging through fastballs that are right down the middle at 93 miles an hour. You <laughs> just look lost in the field, things like that. And I'm like, I don't. I just don't know anymore. Like, I don't even know you where guys, I would start if I I, were I, I, just, I just. I have really bad news. Healthy. I just um, want to get
3: healthy, man. What? I when I up. totally get that. I have really bad news, and and this is gonna be the right time to talk about it.
1: Guess well, what that, surgery
3: man. Greg Bird had in between his breakout 2015 season and oh. where we are now. I don't want to talk about it. Labrum. 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 Yep. labrum surgery. And that is the scariest thing. I don't care about Andrew Hart missing this season like it really doesn't matter to me because their shell has played well and they'll be able to make up for it. But yeah. I mean that's why this that's essentially what they signed Lemayhu for was to have an extra starting infielder and Urshela has has stepped up tremendously, Um, but my concern is is what happens to Miguel Andujar when he comes back because if he's the same hitter, excellent, but there's a decent chance he's not. And even if he's like six eighths, is that no? Okay, that's three
0: fourths. I was trying (laughs) to think of a number bigger than three fourths, (laughs) smaller than seven eighths. Even if he's like. A fraction, not even a fraction, because that downplays it. But, like, even if he is up there in the same tier of his 27, 2018, rather, Jesus, 2018 season, like, when he returns, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be too worried if he went from a 297 hitter to a 280 hitter. But I don't want to see him go
2: from. I'm worried about the power. The power. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I don't want to see
0: it him lose the, the 28
1: home run or the 27 home run because power. Last, I don't mind about that. Year, Just the gap to gap. Yeah. That's like. Last
2: year, Chris Bryant screwed up his shoulder and he couldn't. He stopped hitting homers, and yeah. that, that that's kind of concerning. He's just getting his strength back now.
3: Chris Bryant. Well, it's so like yeah. it's like Andrew. It's like Andrew Luck though. This is to, oh, <laughs> what the oh, fuck? No no, 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 listen, no, listen, no, me, it, listen it, to me. Listen it, to, listen to me. me. I get it, but like, wow. He is so an no Andrew Luck sucked sucked for a year because he wasn't at a hundred percent, and then he took the year off essentially, and. I was able to like rehabilitate himself to the point where he could actually throw the ball. And then he was like elite. one of the best QBs in the league. Yeah, I put, him, back I put him in the elite
2: category. in my and team so right. that's definitely
1: is,
3: but and if, that's, a different if that's what happens that. with, if that's what happens with and it is what it is. It'll suck. I mean, if he needs, if exactly. he needs an extra year, the thing is they can, they can sort of piece it together, even from within ignoring that there might be tantalizing free agent options because like they couldn't move Glaber to third. They could play Estrada at second. They could even try Estrada oh, at third. Right. I mean,
0: Tyro Estrada, Estrada I have good. we haven't mentioned like him Estrada. enough. He, he is just absolutely. And I've been thinking like, it has been plaguing my mind ever since he came up. Who does this guy look like? Who does he look like? Because he, he looks he's like a combination of everybody. Of, yeah, he does look like yeah, a little bit Charlie. like Torres. He looks a little bit like Glaber, and I think I came to the realization the other day, and this could be way off, that he has a little Russell Wilson in him.
3: I see that you know, you know who who on the subject of former Yankees too. He looks a little bit. He's got a little Starlin Castro in him. Yes, too. Oh, I yes, he does that. have I some Starlin. Yeah, he's like he
0: is the love child of Glaber Torres, Ronald Torres, Starlin Castro. And Russell Wilson, well, and I uh, think he has the combined athleticism and skill of every single one of them as well. No, I kid, obviously, but he has looked absolutely fantastic in the limited time he's been playing upon his call-up from AAA. And some like people the, can
2: just hit, man. Some yeah, people are just And, exactly. and, I think well, and he, he looks
0: smooth. I think he. I, I wouldn't go so far to say he's a like Walmart Glaber Torres, but. <laughs> He has that's a lot a of the one. same qualities, but just not to the extent. I think like we've seen him hit to the opposite field with power already. Like he hit a home run to right. Granted, it was Yankee Stadium, but like he hit a home run to right center field. Tyro he did. hit
2: one in Tropicana too. Yeah, right.
3: yeah, and that was like that's also that's a real that's one. A, that's also always been the book on Estrada is that he was always very much bat to ball not a power guy, you know, good up the middle. I read um, more powerful Yeah, yeah.
2: That's
3: what I, well, I yeah, I, he was a rich man's Ronald Torres. It was how I had seen him described in a scouting report that I don't remember its source at this point. But one of the things that's never been factored in, and now we'll see it more, is the fact that now AAA is using the Major League ball, which oh is obviously, God, yeah. there's yeah. obviously it's, stuff it's, going there, on there's with there's the ball. But, going on there. Like... Gleber Torres went from not really being a a home run hitter to being a legitimate, legitimate, yeah, and he was hurt last year, like like a legitimate power threat. And so these guys, you know, you can't really grade power anymore coming from the minors because doubles turn into homers with the major league ball. It's just, it's a fact at this point. And so, you know, Estrada showing power is great, but the thing that I like the most is he's, he doesn't look phased at shortstop or at second, which is, you know, it's tough to because shortstop is where the game almost moves the fastest, just, you know, if you ignore catcher, which is where I would argue is the fastest position, but he he looks like a big league player. And that was something I was hoping he would get a shot. Like I, I often find myself picking certain players that I really just want to see. And last year it was Loizaga and this year it was Estrada. And he's heard again. Yeah, we may not be able to get to that on this episode, but like um, Estrada actually having this opportunity and not. I mean, Tyler Wade looked like a deer in the headlights every single time. He, he just still does, like man. A, he looked like a triple A player. Yeah, and you're right. He still does. He's and got that's why
1: this swing, man. Yeah, he's, he's got a gigantic hole. He <laughs> needs to work with pools. Like um, yeah, the launching on his swing is pathetic. Need, he oh, yeah, needs to need take a Tamias
2: approach and just put the bat on the ball.
3: And the thing, uh, about Estrada. I mean, uh, he's come back from so much from the the boss robbery. Shot, yeah, he got shot in the hip. I mean, th- th- we can't just treat that like he, you know, strained That's his hamstring traumatic, running the man. bases. That's some traumatic yeah. shit. that come and the, the, then he had a back injury. All that stuff. Like the ability for him to to show that he is a capable major league player. That, like, I don't know where the future goes for Gio or Shella, but Estrada is. Is sort of making himself a necessary piece going forward if he can show that he can play good infield defense and he played the outfield with no prior training. Also, yeah. they just throw um, him to the wolves because he here's the thing in a they, big outfield, too. If they can just turn him into like Tyler Wade without the center field capabilities, like can play third, second, short, and left, like they'll trade Wade at the first possible opportunity. If he can play that, left,
2: he can probably play right. I would right, I
3: mean, it's that's that's an arm question, basically. The range is a short it's an arm side, question. So I mean. Yeah, you're, I think his arm is one of his better tools too. So that's sort of an interesting thing to look yeah, it's at. A, but it's he's an been, intriguing thing. He's yeah, he's he, he, he I don't know. I like the way that he approaches hitting, and I think he knows that he's not a power hitter, but lets it sort of happen. I think that was an interview they had. Didi Gregorius gave a really good interview once where he's like, "I don't try to hit homers, but if they happen, they happen." Yeah,
0: I remember. I think that was during his little. uh like April of last year, where he just could not stop the MVP. Out. Yeah. It, like and I think Meredith Meredith was the one that asked him the question. She's like, Oh yeah, it actually no, it's it's all coming back to me now because like he kept saying, like, oh I'm not a power hitter. And he ended up hitting like two in one day or something against Tampa, I think. And she's like, You're still not a power hitter? And he's like, Nope. You know, in a very like <laughs> DD animated, smiley fashion. I miss that man so much. I miss I, tweets, I, 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 I miss the interviews, I miss... His face, like on the field and everything, like just I missed the contact, yeah, the contact hitting. Just seeing Didi on the field is something that I missed, but we will be lucky enough to see Didi, Didi Gregorius return. So
2: much depth, man. Yeah,
0: our depth has been so amazing. Yeah, we would be nowhere without the depth that Brian Cashman, the, the whipping boy of. Many New York Yankees fans around Twitter the Twitterverse.
1: Yeah, the Twitterverse. He, tra-
2: he traded for Cameron Maben, who was in Cleveland's AAA system. He's in like 350.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> according to some, he's not good at his job. But you know, because there a are lot some things that
2: frustrate me, like his pitching decisions yeah, at times. But for the most part, I, I, I'm quite happy.
0: Yeah. But we will be lucky to be graced with Didi Gregorius' return in the coming month. Hopefully before the end of June. I think they put that timetable out there. Um, besides that, the Core 4 podcast will be back way before that. Probably a week from when you're hearing this one.
2: I'm like um, Bernie.
0: I'm like <laughs> Bernie. <laughs> but as always, we have the night off tonight. I mean, not when you guys are listening to this. We'll be smack in the middle of a series against Tampa Bay Rays. I think it's in the Bronx this time, right? Is it in the Bronx? Yes, it yeah. is in the Bronx. Thank God. We get God. away from Drop. We get away from Tyler Glass now. Very unfortunately for him, he was showing a lot of promise this year. It's sad to see him get get hurt like that. But I'm not too sad to not have to face him in Bronx. Um, Love well the Drop. Yeah. So do that. Do it again. Do it ten times over. But thank you all for tuning in. This is a great episode. Tom, thank you for joining us on very short notice, nonetheless. (laughs) Thanks for having me, guys. It was was a very welcomed addition. It went about as swimmingly as I could have imagined, as any of us could have imagined. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, As always, like, I don't think you can like anything, but rate, comment, subscribe, retweet, talk to us on Twitter. You guys do a good job of that. Um, Hopefully, we're going to be bringing in some some guests in the coming episodes the coming weeks we have some hot button issues that need to be addressed uh much to the chagrin of a few of our colleagues but we have some bones that need to be picked so without you know going too much more into detail i'll let i'll let time tell on that one thank you guys as always go yankees adios